Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm super excited about today because today is the release slash announcement of my new book, The Brilliant Boss. I'm super excited to finally be able to share it with everyone. I've been working on it for a few years now and I don't know, I'm just super proud of it and proud of this podcast as well because obviously this they have the same name. I wanted it to be branded like in a uniform way and just... I don't know, have it connect because if I'm helping one person throughout a book, I want them to also be helped throughout like a podcast or whatever. Um, so I'm super excited to have both and to be doing both. But weekly, this podcast, I'll be having episodes released. I think as of right now, it's going to be every Tuesday. So come back every Tuesday for a new episode. I'm super excited about it. But basically today, I just wanted to dive into the creative aspects of like the book, how I started it, my thought processes throughout it over the years, and what made me like rediscover it. So I don't know. Super excited. It's now available on Amazon. So go check it out. Working on getting it to other spots of books, like bookstores or whatever. But as of right now, I'm on Amazon. And you know, I love some Amazon. <laughs> But yes, so you could go purchase it if you want. But yeah. All right. So let's just start with the very beginning of the book. So basically, pretty sure it was eighth grade. It was eighth grade. I started it. And I just, I don't know. I literally was such a boss. I mean, I guess I still am. But like, literally, I was on a whole other level in eighth grade. Like, I don't know what was in me but I was so like excited and motivated which I still am to this day but like I don't know I'd literally get up at like 4 a.m because CEOs did that in eighth grade (laughs) but you know I guess that's where I've always had like some sort of a drive in my life and motivation so I guess that's where that comes from but I started writing about this book that I wanted to do And I was inspired by some other authors and podcasters, but it actually wasn't called The Brilliant Boss before. I didn't come up with that name until about January of this year because I had some other things I was doing and I just literally took me forever to think of a name, but it's literally perfect. I love it. And now that's what my podcast name and book name is, but... Yes. So originally the book was like the good vibes book or whatever, but I just felt like that wasn't, it wasn't enough, if that makes sense. But started writing about my life and fitness and how I like lost weight because that was the millions of questions I'd be getting. So I was like, you know what, let me dive into this and just talk about everything, how to live your best life, like how to stay inspired, things that I take into consideration every day and let's see if I can help somebody with it so I wrote about it and then honestly I kind of just like left it for like a year year and a half Um, because you know life gets in the way or whatever but I rediscovered it I added some different topics in it that I wanted to add fixed some errors because eighth grade to now goodness my English I don't know in grammar Don't know what was going on with that, but fixed everything, added my own touch. And then you'll see in the back of the book, 
it's just like journal, entry spots, places to write your to-do list, and like weekly affirmation checklist, as well as like Monday through Sunday calendar to write what you have going on. Because I don't know about you, but I literally will read a book if it's not interesting, like two chapters and put it on a shelf for like years and forget about it. But I wanted something different, wanted something with, you know, content to read, to be motivated, but also a book that um, you can interact with and actually use in your day-to-day life because that's the most important. Like we live very busy lives. Honestly, it's best to get things out on paper because that's how I've always done it. And it's just way more rewarding in my opinion, but basically the actual content of the book, I just dive into different how-tos with lifestyle, like I mentioned, as far as like staying inspired, staying on top of your game, living a healthy lifestyle, etc. But I don't know, I'm just super proud of it, but I rediscovered it, added my own thing, and then took me a while to figure out how I wanted the cover to look, all the fonts, how I wanted to look, so much back and forth, but I think I finally got it and I'm super proud of it. But yes, like I said, it's available on Amazon and I don't know, I'm super excited. I would love to honestly do more books in the future, but you know, gotta start with one. So we'll see how that goes and yes, But as far as this podcast, I just wanted to kind of talk about like obviously my book and stuff, but just you literally can do anything you put your mind to. Like it might seem like so like far in advance for your like your future self, what you want to do with your job or what you want to do with your future career or whatever, but it is possible. And I think if you have that motivation and surround yourself with people that are willing to lift you up and like be there for you, support you right away when you're doing something um, or announcing something, like they're the first ones to purchase or first ones to like reach out and like congratulate you and say how proud they are of you and like understand how hard you've worked. Like it's just the best feeling and it's important to surround yourself with people like that because honestly, the older you get, the more like haters, I guess you could say, or people that are just jealous will literally look down to you and like not care, which is unfair, especially when you've literally done nothing to them, but you just got to block that out, focus on you and, you know, get it done and accomplish what you want in life. I'm just so excited to finally have this book out and released to everyone because I don't know, I'm just so passionate about it. And if it literally can help one person, that's amazing. Just how I feel about this podcast too, because, you know, they go hand in hand to an extent as far as like what I'm here to do, which is provide helpful advice and like, I don't know, help other people just like live their best life and make sure you're looking at the important things in life and not overreacting over certain things or A lot of times, like, I'll feel anxious if I have a lot going on, but it's honestly just, like, how you deal with that, and I feel like my book has helped with that as far as having those spots to write your to-do list or your thoughts down or how you're feeling, 
and just having a place to physically write it down to clear your mind literally makes a world of a difference and I'm glad I could do that and in this book as well like I designed the whole um journal planner section part you'll see um which I'm super happy how that turned out it's one of my favorite colors too um but anyways I don't know I just I love helping people and inspiring them and lifting them up and if we can all just be better human beings in life, I think we'll all be happier because there's so many negative people out there that literally are negative for no reason. Or they'll take their anger out on you, even though you literally have done nothing. It could literally be a stranger, but um, you really never know what someone else is going through. And if you can just compliment someone or even just like, hold the door open for them or even just have a smile at them, you literally might make their day or even save their life because, like I said, you never know what someone's going through. And with everything that I do, it's just I want to help with that. A huge tip I have if you're wanting to, you know, start a book or write something is to just go off the thoughts like in your head right away. Like don't try to think of a concept for something. Don't try to think of um, random topics that you might want to talk about. The way I did it, I just kind of like had all these thoughts in my mind and threw them on paper. And then after that, organized it, came up with titles and like figuring out what I wanted to say as my main message. Because I find it easier to do it that way instead of having a million things at once. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is chaotic. How do I go from here? Whatever, whatever. But just start with the thoughts in your head, get them down on paper, and then go from there. Honestly, like it varies depending on what you're writing about. Like if you want to write something nonfiction or fiction or business, self help, or even just like a novel, like all of these different things are different writing styles, but still at the end of the day, like are a book. So just determine what you're wanting to write about and what interests you, but go off of what you're thinking already instead of trying to like force your mind into thinking of things because I find that like sets you back and kind of waste time compared to something you might be passionate about talking or storytelling. Something that I look for like in a book or just anything in general, but specifically like talking about a book, I'm looking for something that grabs my attention right away, but can hold my attention um, for a long period of time, especially if you have like 30 plus chapters. Um, But that also goes back to like things you're passionate about, like what topics interest you what things are you interested in for other people's books that you might you might or may be reading? Because um, when you're passionate about something or interested in a topic, obviously you'll want to like read the whole book. But like things with school, like all these different books, like in your English class, you might have to read. You know, you're bored, you're tired of reading it, you're uninterested because 
you're kind of being forced to read it and forced to understand something that you might be uncomfortable with or not understand fully. So I think finding like what interests you and going to read those books first um, to just kind of see like how it's written, the formats, um, what type of topics are they talking about? How are they using words? How are they using like real life experiences? Or if it's a fiction book, um, what kind of storytelling are they trying to persuade you or catch your attention? Because especially with like the innovation and involvement with social media, like platforms like TikTok, like our short, like our, um, what's it called? Our, what is it called? Our time, like attention spans. Oh my gosh, that's the word. Our attention spans are shorter. Like we're used to seeing a 15 second video and swiping, or if it's not interesting enough in the first three seconds of the video, we're going to swipe to the next and find something else. So with that, I've noticed it's harder for people to sit down and read a book or sit down and watch a YouTube video or a TV show um, because they're so used to that swiping and liking and commenting and swiping and liking and commenting within 10 seconds. So that's what I wanted to do with my book is have some insightful and meaningful like words of advice from me, but also give the opportunity to like be able to write in it and um, talk about stuff because like I said, attention spans are getting shorter and shorter by the day, especially with all these young people like growing up into this world of social media and TikTok. Like these kids are already having attention spans of like eight seconds max and they're literally like not even 10 years old which i feel like could be like harmful negative in the um the end like long term but i don't know one thing i've had to notice is books really do help you and they do like affect how you speak and like your mind and growth and learning because you might not think about it but there's so many different words and like situations going on that your mind's learning and taking in different things and it helps you like on test in the future or even just like understanding different things and with books and podcasts too like I found comparison between them two because the amount of stuff like I've learned and like I'm just I feel like a sponge that I take in from different podcasts of course there's some like funny ones that I like are just like casual podcasts I like listening to, but also like business ones or real estate ones or fashion type podcasts, like all these different information pieces you're literally taking in, whether you know it or not, whether it's playing in the background, whether you're doing laundry or not. So I think it's important to recognize that and realize like there are benefits to reading and listening um, because it really does make you a better human. Something else that I've noticed that's literally exhausting is being on your phone so much or like on social media constantly. Um, Like obviously this is some people's jobs and like 
have to make content creation just for like social media because like I enjoy it or it's like a routinely post for me or honestly it might be a hobby for you but when it's literally like your job and stuff it becomes so exhausting um because it's like you never get away from it whether it's like mindlessly scrolling in your free time or like actual have to post this this is part of my job this is how I make money whatever whatever but I found kind of escaping your phone turning it off especially at night or whatever um and just grabbing a book and reading is so helpful for your mind because your eyes aren't attached to your computer screen or your your phone screen you're actually looking at something um productive in a sense and i found like reading before bed literally helps you fall asleep like instantly because reading the words literally make your eyes tired so i found that helps too because you're not seeing all these different pictures while reading and like all these different videos while reading or um crazy different things that like capture your attention for instance like a news headline or something that celebrity did or whatever but (laughs) i don't know i've found like just finding things that make you anxious and stressed put that away for a little take a break from it um recently i had to take like a few days off of just everything because it literally was like ruining me like i needed a mental break um so i resorted to a book or honestly even sleeping can help sometimes we get so caught up in life that our sleep schedules are out of whack and we're not doing the best of our ability that we could be doing um which literally trust me like we'll catch up to you in the long run it might not be right now but like maybe a few weeks down the line but um doing things that are good for you and productive for you just help you throughout the day and whether that's putting your phone down or something and having a literal mental break um from your phone and social media maybe that's necessary uh because i find stuff like that is awful um every now and then because you really don't know how long you've been on screen or like your screen time it might be 12 hours a day like especially back in covid when all like everybody was stuck at home that was the that's when screen times were at the max like that's how some businesses popped off because we were waiting on the next thing to pay attention to because there was nothing else to do um but now i feel like we can have more control over that and it just helps with mental health and stuff so definitely if you're feeling overwhelmed go grab a book or something of that sort literally go sit outside if you need to i don't know but things like that will help you A big way of like eliminating things that don't bring you happiness or um, joy throughout the day or week is finding like yourself in a like setting boundaries. Like you don't always have to say yes to things. You don't always have to go and do something you might not want to do. You're not always a lazy person if you want to lay in your bed all day. Like some of those things are needed. Obviously, like if you're laying in your bed every day, all day for a month, you might want to talk to a therapist or something or figure out something um, better for you because usually there's 
something going wrong, but you're not lazy if you want to take a break from something. You're not not cool if you don't want to go out with your friends one night because you don't want to drink or something. Like sometimes you literally just need a disconnect from everyone, whether they're your closest friends or not. And I find literally, like I said earlier, the older you get, like the more and more um, you're going to focus on yourself. Like it's not that big of a deal to say no, Um, especially if you always go out and stuff like you might be considered the party friend or the stay at home friend. And that's okay. Like you don't have to like meet this label that people around you or your friends give you like I don't know just setting boundaries and recognizing what you want and what you want to do like you might have worked a 10-hour shift and don't want to go out you don't have to explain yourself and that's another thing that I want to talk about is you shouldn't have to ever feel like you need to explain yourself when you don't want to do something revolving around your family or friends because they should just be like, okay, I understand. Um, That's fine. We could reschedule another day if you want to do something or figure out something else to do, but I'm going to go out and do this without you. It's okay that you don't want to come out, but do what you need to do. So I think setting those boundaries really... um, tuning in with how you feel and having that support system around you really helps you um, do what you want to do in life. Like you shouldn't have to feel like you want to do whatever or you shouldn't have to feel like, oh my gosh, y'all, what am I trying to say here? You shouldn't have to feel like doing something you don't want to do regardless of what it is because Maybe you're just mentally not capable that day or physically not capable, and that's okay. Something that I've found that helps me is just going out and getting a coffee. Like, literally something as simple as that. Doing little things in life really do help you. Um, Like I said, in general, sometimes you want to get away from the work life. Sometimes you want to get away from the busy craziness that the holidays have, you know, brought upon us. But I don't know, we get so caught up and put ourselves on the back burner that it's literally toxic and we don't even notice that we're doing it to ourselves until um, it's already done. And I discuss about burnout in my book a lot, actually. Like, I have a whole section about that because... You know, I feel like we experience that multiple times, um, like every few months or a couple times a year, especially determining like what months you feel like that. Like sometimes it's around the holidays. There's many things going on. You have no creative spark in you anymore. And a lot of that can be dealt with about like your lifestyle changes. Some things you might have to change. You might have to exercise more. You might have to be eating healthier or sleeping more because when you're burnt out, you really don't care what you're eating. You really don't care if you're sleeping enough. You really don't care about working out. You don't care about drinking enough water. Like all these different things 
really do affect you and it's okay to take a break. And another thing I've had to notice is like shift my mindset because I'm always trying to um, multitask and stuff. I always feel the need to be doing this and this and this and this all at once while doing another task. Like that, it's like sensory overload that literally overloads your mind. It's gonna make you stress out and it might be little tasks that even trigger you to become burnt out. So I think focusing on one thing and getting it done right away might be more helpful for you than doing eight little tasks at once because that can feel overwhelming at times. Um, And like I said, make a to-do list. In my book, there's a spot for you to make a to-do list. Um, I don't know, but like that's why I wanted different things that could help people write your to-do list down, check in with how you're feeling, write your weekly affirmation, write how you're feeling every day and see what things are messing with you the most. Um, And at the end of the day, like get rid of the social media, like set it aside, turn it off, unplug it, do what you need to do, go sit on the couch and drink some tea and read a book because that will help your mindset. Something I also want to talk about is some mistakes you can face and like challenges you can face while writing a book. Um, Because I had a couple as far as like, you know, what should I write about? What should I expand on? Like, do I feel the need to write this whole book in a day? Which literally impossible. Um, But I think something... Like a first mistake I would say is like not setting the time aside to write um, your book, whether it's like sitting down each day to write a chapter a day or two chapters a day, like having a goal really does help you. Um, And another thing is not really like outlining your whole book. So start from the beginning be like what is this book is this nonfiction fiction what am i writing about what are some key points that i that i want to hit are there any characters in my book is this book just about me what is my message i'm trying to spread like who am i trying to help like what's my target audience because many people can write books that are for children or teens or people in their 20s or people in their 50s and 40s, whatever it might be. Um, So definitely having an outline really does help you. It's kind of like, you know, you write an outline for an essay. That way you, you know what you're talking about and it's organized. And then I would say another thing, like I had mentioned earlier, is waiting for inspiration and like, wanting to write about something like don't sit there and try to force your mind into thinking about a topic you want you have to let that come to you like let the creative the creative juices flow and figure out from there because the last thing you want to do is try to force something out of your mind to write about and you're not even passionate about it or not even like fully happy with it at the end of the day because your book or self-published or with an agency, whatever it might be, um, 
don't focus on that in the beginning. Like, get your book done first because there's so many authors, including like me, that you know, a book takes time. It does not take like you don't want to rush it and have it done, edited, whatever in a month. Like this takes years or two years or a few years or maybe even one year. Like you kind of want to spread it out, make sure this is what you really want to talk about. Is this important to you? Is this um, going to be useful in the future? So I wouldn't necessarily find one right away because you might change your mind. You might not even want to end up writing a book in the future um, or continue it. So I definitely think focus on getting your ideas down, writing the book, and finishing it is your first step you need to do. Um, Because a lot of people make the mistake of saving that part for last, which is kind of weird because your book is literally your... So some things you should take away from this episode is find that creative spark in you, whether it's finding some motivation and inspiration from your favorite social media creator or someone that you look up to, or honestly just make a Pinterest board or something or go outside and explore new places. Like I found if I'm in a creative rut and don't have like any visions, then I know it's time for me to go outside and explore or put on a good outfit and go look at some fashion pieces or whatever because um, it's always nice to see like different innovative things that are going on especially in your community like it doesn't always have to be like local um even if you're let's say you're going on vacation like that's a whole completely different life and ball game to what you're comfortable with and that's another thing is getting out of your comfort zone um we get so comfortable in things we've been doing for years or even for example at your favorite restaurant you're so comfortable getting the same thing off the menu each time because you know it's going to be good but you don't ever want to try something new um so i definitely think like yolo like try something new every now and then um because you might like it you might love it it might change your life actually it might improve your career it might improve yourself or you might find a love for something that you never thought you actually had um so always be open to change and not settling for less basically because i found when you settle for less you literally don't get far you really don't um because if you stay in your own comfortable ways of doing things then what are you ever going to be challenged with um in your life What are you ever going to be growing from and improving from in your life? So I always like to look at a bunch of different things like that. And if you're not feeling as creative, like I said, go somewhere new. Try something else. Be a better person by trying something new. Because there's a million things out there and there's room for everybody. There's places for everyone. Um, And that's the thing about this generation. Like, I like seeing what the future is going to be like because we really do have a lot of creative people like in our generation and that want change and want to 
change the world and like make it a better place because I don't know the past like generations have done things completely different than us and I feel like we're kind of calling out how people used to do things as wrong and stuff which I'm liking to see because there are better ways to do it there are better ways to go about doing things in the work field or in your own personal life or at the grocery store or whatever it might be. Um, so definitely take that into consideration when you're wanting to start to start like a new business venture or something um, and just go for it. Like a lot of people have all of these ideas in their head but never do anything with them and literally it could be a million dollar idea that you just aren't pursuing because you're scared to do it or scared someone's going to bully you or scared scared someone's going to make fun of you, which let me tell you, no matter what, someone will always be your worst critic. Someone will always want to be out there for you, hating on you, um, trying to put you down and make you feel less than. But that's their own insecurity. And clearly they have something deep down that they need to work on, so they're taking it out on you. But you could literally be doing everything perfect and walk a straight line and someone's still going to find an issue. So really don't even worry about it, especially on social media. Like it's so bad. I see all these different comments on people's pages and I'm like, that's so unnecessary. Like people really do focus on the wrong things and waste their time. Like I'm always questioning what these people are doing in their daily lives besides sitting behind a screen, writing hate comments. Like, I just don't understand. So I think little things like that really do help and eliminate the negative self-talk, eliminate the negative BS that's literally surrounded by you. Um, Go on an unfollowing spree or unlike things that you might not want to see or delete an app that you're tired of seeing people on because it's not good for you take those good steps that you know will help you in the long run. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm super excited about my book. Um, And I'm glad I got to like dive into, you know, the creative aspects of it and, you know, the process of, you know, writing a book or whatever it might be. Just know you could do anything you put your mind to, like literally, um, literally you can do anything and I always like stand by that and everything happens for a reason like one mistake literally is meant to put you forward like don't be scared of failure don't be scared of a setback because really it's just preparing you for something better in the future or tomorrow or whatever um but yeah I really do I'm so passionate about this book and available on Amazon. Like I said, go follow my social medias. My Instagram and TikTok is at Ashton Kuntz. Um, I'm on Pinterest, Facebook, all of that. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Continue listening to this podcast. Um, Give it a five-star rating. I can't wait to see everything else in store. And yeah, I'll see you guys in my next episode next week.